Just call me more a little. Your voice, it makes me feel better. Why are you even trying to ignore me? Boy, there's other ways to get my attention. Just to be here for me, baby. I'd rather be kissing you, baby. I'd rather be kissing you. <laughs> Listen, I'm no singer. Don't judge me. But right now, for me, Brandy's performance on um, what's the show called? Colors Show on YouTube. That performance was fucking everything. Her voice, it's like as she gets older, her voice just continues to mature and just sounds so fucking good. Her tone. Listen, Brandy is easily in my top five greatest vocal, one of the best vocalists, female vocalists. Like, I don't know anybody with a sound like her the riffs the runs the just so fucking smooth and she did rather be it's one of my favorite songs on um her latest album b7 yo she like wow and then oh it's the purple her outfit the hair she looked amazing y'all go watch that um performance on youtube rather be by brandy but what's up, Ryan Out Loud listeners? Welcome, welcome, welcome to a new episode. It's been a minute. It's been a long minute. It's been about a month, maybe. A little, yeah, a little bit. It's been about a month. Um, My last episode, shout out to Amorphous. Amorphous, he was my guest. Amorphous, one of uh, the one and only Amorphous, y'all. That was such a dope conversation. Story time with Amorphous. If you haven't checked that episode out, please do yourself a favor and hear the journey of that amazing, amazing, talented DJ, producer, future filmmaker. Oh, my God. Amorphous, I love you. I really do. I can't wait to see him when I go to, uh, I was going to say Philly. When I go to, when I come to LA, um, I have to take in his energy and just vibe with him. And uh, uh, such a dope episode. But a lot has happened since I've, you know, I wasn't, this isn't a venting episode. I said I was going to do one, but this is not that. But you're going to hear a little bit of Ryan's life. I, you know, I started a new job, got a new truck. You know, life has just been lifing. Um, I recently just came out of a really weird depressive depression stage. Um... I was functioning. I was, you know, active on social media. But when I tell you for two weeks, I struggled. Oh, my God, I struggled. There's nothing was going right. Nothing felt right. And I couldn't really couldn't really pinpoint it. Um, I had a lot of family things going on as well. So it's just really, really hard on my spirit. You know, and I'm just trying to get back to journaling. Um, with me starting a new job means new insurance. So I'm my first thing, first thing first is to find a therapist. So yes, that's what's been happening, um, with Ryan. Um, but on this episode of Ryan Out Loud, you know, I am, I am happy to announce I am a part of an event here in Pittsburgh called Artist Talk 3. It is, um, Artist Talk 3, it's targeted towards mental health, and it will be held at the Carnegie Museum of Art, July 17th. And today's guest is the curator, the creator, the head honcho behind this, Sydney Davis. That's the, she's one of the voice, the next one of the, God, I can't talk. (laughs) You will hear her voice next, and we're going to find out her inspiration for artist talk and her business aside and this why this artist talk three is special um and i'm so excited to be a part of it i can't wait for y'all to hear the interview let's get into it 
Yo, beautiful people, welcome back to Ryan Out Loud. I told you the next voice, well, in addition to my voice, the voice you will hear is the beautiful, the amazing, creative Sydney Davis. Welcome. Hi. Welcome. Sid, how are you? What's up, gang? I'm good. Thank you for asking. Of course. That's always, you know, I, you know, I generally like to start Ryan Out Loud. Just a little check-in. Just a little check-in. Yeah. You know? Especially, and it's like, it works because artists talk mental health all we should be checking in with each other with your friends exactly okay? my friend just yes. the listeners are here while i do it how are you today i asked you that again but i'm gonna ask you again how like no my day was great my day was great we're getting super close to the event so everything is just i'm a little anxious i'm super excited anxious in a good way but um super excited and uh just you know i just been running it's, you are busy i just been running go. yeah and listen i'm gonna tell y'all real quick like I'll, I'll i'll say something to say when we're like we're walking and she'll stop because i can tell she's focusing on something and then she'll look at me and say oh, i'm sorry i zone i'm like girl you are busy okay <laughs> you are in that phone you are busy because people need you they need yeah, Sydney is important just... y'all <laughs> I mean, so are y'all, but I, um, yeah, man, I just, I'm constantly trying to work on multiple tasks at the same time, so, um, I was just telling you, you could tell me something five seconds later, I'm like, huh? I'm the same so, way, that's literally just how my brain works, and we mean no harm, right? Yeah, no, it's no all harm. positive, it's all we, good love. we recycle in positive energy over here. Always, so, yes, this is a special episode of Ryan Out Loud, um, Sydney is, Asked me to be a part of. I'm co-hosting with Naheem. Shout out to Naheem, um, part of Super NFC. Yeah. We love you over here. Um, Artist Talk Three. This is the third. You talk about it. how about that? Yeah. Let's introduce yourself. I introduced your you, but introduce your brand. What do you do? Tell the right now listeners about okay. Sydney Day. Yeah. Uh, I mean, say it with the nipples. My brand is uh, Nipple Printed Hats. So uh, I started out doing clothing designing and uh, creating these hats for my godmother who had breast cancer, and um, she ended up beating breast cancer. So now, now I just continue to create. Oh, shout out to your godmom. Yes, definitely. She's oh. a champ. Um, so yeah, like that's kind of where my, honestly, no, that's not where my art- artistry started. Originally, I've done, I was just looking at my memories on Facebook and it's so crazy because it popped up when I used to model. And I just like, honestly, I feel like I have so many past lives because I'm like, oh yeah, I did do that. And then something will pop up from like me being on set. I was a stunt double in a series here in Pittsburgh called I'm Not Okay With It. Something popped up from that set the other day and I was like, oh yeah, I did do that. And now I'm like, and then Come I did, and then I did Netflix and, and now we're here at Artist Talk. So like everything's just coming full circle because Artist Talk is just about all types of artistry. And um, so, yeah, I, originally I started doing modeling and that's how I got into art because I consider that an artistry. Um, takes a lot of like connecting with your body and being on the same tone with your, your mind, body and spirit. Um, so that was originally how I started. And then I was like, I don't want to uh, I don't want to be the person that they're telling what to do and, and what to look like and how to be positioned. Like, I don't want to be the paintbrush anymore. I want to be the painter. So I transitioned into Nipplets. And then after Nipplets, here we are. Artist Talk event number three. Number I'm three. so geek, guys. Is, when you so <laughs> when you sat down and said, "I'm well, never sitting down," but you, 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 she's really not, y'all. She, I asked her today. I was like, kidding. "Do you even sleep? Like, what's happening?" What nah, I'm killed sleep? by Red Bull. Uh, Red Bull. If you're listening to this, y'all might as well just sponsor. hurry up and give me that sponsor because <laughs> yeah, like we really be supporting y'all on the daily. This I do. Anyways, yeah, I was like, do you even sleep? Because you're always on the go. Always. I try. And that's how you got to stay. as a cre- I feel like as a creative, you always got to, you you're looking for the next thing or you're, you know, thinking of, not looking, thinking of the next, your next creative idea, your next Endeavor, project. Yeah, for sure. Never sleeping room. I know sometimes I take, this is, this is my first episode in like a month. 
Okay. So I'm like, I want to be I'm more proud consistent. of you. That's dope. But sometimes, you know, you have them days where you're just inside your As long head. as you pick the ball back up, man. I'm trying. I don't want to keep it too long. I want to, yeah. you know, especially with artist talk happening, I want to be seen and heard because you can't see me yet. You will soon. But that's another story for another day. Um, you better throw that headshot up there. That John fire. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, shout out to my friend Mandy. She did my, my headshot. Okay, Mandy. Um, yes, back on track. Because one thing about Ryan Out Loud. Sydney, let me tell you real quick. You listen to a few <laughs> episodes. I go off track a lot. That's okay. That's why I never call it an interview. I call it a conversation. Like, yeah. We're just two friends. We are friends. We're friends having conversations. Exactly. It's about creativity in life or passions. And yeah. So when you sat down, how did how did that start? How did Artist Talk form? What what was your, you know, you know we know how Nip Blitz was created, but when you thought about like, damn, I think I want to do this Artist Talk. Yeah, based on mental health, and mm-hmm. which is very important. Very important. Very important. And like, there's not a lot of other people doing that. Nah. Um. No. At least, at least not in the niche of like artists. It like there's this overall umbrella of it. Um. But I just I hadn't seen it with artists. All my friends are artists, and I moved to Cali and took a leap of faith about two years ago. And when I did that, I was coming back and forth often because I have a big family. I'm very family oriented and I get homesick real easy. <laughs> There's not enough sunshine in the world that would keep me away from my family. So I wish they would just fly out there. But anyways, um, so when I was coming in and out of Pittsburgh and back and forth between L.A., um, I just was talking to a lot of my friends and it was my friends in L.A. and in Pittsburgh. That were just describing to me the same things, just like, yo, like, I'm going through it, I can't pay for this, or um, I can't pay for that, or I'm not even able to keep up with my artistry, and that I'll probably have to go back to working at 8 to 5, because I have to pay my rent, and I have to feed myself, and people think that artists just need paintbrushes and canvases, like, part of our mental health is um, food security and uh, housing, and uh, a lot of other different resources, uh, STD testing, taking care of our bodies, having health care, like it's full circle. Um, and a lot of us were struggling with that. If you were unemployed, um, the government kind of left artists for dead. I mean, if you weren't a, a gig worker and you didn't have paperwork, which a lot of artists don't. I mean, like, you know, you do a pop up here and there. It's, it's consistent within your your lifestyle and your realm. But uh, the government wanted a paper trail, and that's where a lot of my friends fell short because they are entrepreneurs. Um, so it was just the same thing, hearing it and everybody thinking that they were the only ones going through it. And I was like, no, nah, like, it, I know other people. I just talked to my friend about this an hour ago, and she's halfway across the country. Um, or I'm going through that, bruh. Like, it, there's this illusion and this mirage on social media that people are perfected and their life is just a reel of highlights. But there are definitely lows as well that come with that that are behind the scenes, and people are scared to talk about it. Um and so I just wanted to put people in a room where we could have those conversations and break down those stigmas and really show people that, like, we're going through this together. So how can we overcome it together? I love that. I love that. And so that's how that's what it that's is. That's how Artist Talk started. Yeah. yeah like, I, I was going to therapy. Um, I got a grant through the Heinz Endowment uh, that paid for my therapy sessions through Still Smiling, who we partner with now. Shout out to Still Smiling. Y'all be holding it down with the therapy and artists and the black community and we appreciate you so the grant was um you got 12 free therapy sessions um and as i was going through these therapy sessions because i was not in a good place mentally uh prior to that because there was just all this instability Mm -hmm. and i think that that kind of made me question like my character and who i was for a moment and then i went to therapy and as i was going through therapy it built my confidence back up And I was like, oh, wow, like I'm learning all these coping mechanisms and going through these exercises and different conversations and self-reflecting and journaling and getting back to things that were taking care of me. And I was like, but what about my friends? Mm -hmm. So um, as I was like sharing like little tools and things that I was like packing into my tool belt, sharing those with my friends, I'm like, okay, but like it can't, you know. Our culture is based off of tradition, so yes, I can pass down lessons to people. You know what I mean? But like at the end of the day, people need more. more. People need more, and I can't be everything. You know what I mean? Like I have to protect my mental health as well. So 
I was just like, what can we do as an alternative that's not necessarily therapy, but is a safe space for us to have these conversations and to share our trials and tribulations and for us to just, you know, be moral support for each other. I just remember being like a a youth counselor and how we would have fellowship and we'd all just sit together and talk about different things that was going on. And it doesn't have to be church. Like, I just wanted to build a community that we could come and be vulnerable. Like the quarantine, I think just because everybody felt like they were going through it alone it made a lot of us hard. It made me hard. And I'll speak on my own experience, I guess. Um, But it also made me fragile at the same time. So it made me harder on the exterior and it made me more fragile than I've ever been in my life. You know what I mean? I would get off of conversations with my friends on the phone and they they might crack a joke that they always crack. But I'd be like, as soon as I get off the phone, I'd be like, damn, they really just, (laughs) you know what I mean? So like I, I realized things were hitting different for me. I feel as if the pandemic, like it, well, at the beginning and then first like months, because let me be correct, we're still in a pandemic. It's still, yeah, one hundred. Yeah. Um, but I feel like people were a little bit more aware. Um, and when I mean by aware, I mean mindful. And when I mean mindful, I mean kind. Um, hmm. It's a shame. It was always a. Sh- it's a shame that it took it took a pandemic for people to be kind to our essential. Essential workers, yeah. I always mess up essential essential workers. Yeah, like the 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 cooks at Burger King. Shout out to the essential workers, like y'all really y'all deserve the world. Y'all held it down, and y'all ain't get bonuses or raises, y'all. Y'all just did that out y'all out the kindness of your heart, and the people that did it for the money. They didn't make it, but the people that did it because their hearts are golden and they really want to help people, like y'all are the real MVP. So shout out to the essential workers. Like in the hospitals, definitely the ones in the hospitals, right there on the front lines of COVID. And my mom is a hospice nurse, and she's just like she's an angel. And so I saw her struggle through, you know, uh, needing to go to work to take care of people that were not in a good health condition, but also being scared to come home and take care of her children because she might get them sick, and also uh, turning into a nurse and a a full time um, teacher. And being a full-time mom, like, you know, where do you think these kids were when they weren't in school? Every, all, all these, all these parents turned into teachers and had to navigate and adapt. So, like, shout out to the parents, shout too, to man. Parents. Shout, shout out to, your out to everybody that made it through the pandemic, bro. Like, <laughs> real shit, because, bro, baby. Um, yeah, and, and, you know, it made you a little bit more mindful and not taken away because the ones that were on, on the front lines, like the hospital workers, the nurses, the ambulance, you know, they are the the foundation. But, mm-hmm. you know, going to the grocery stores, um, the employers, the cooks and like fast food chains that were some that were shut down, but still, you know, that were working. And it's just, you know, it's crazy that it took them, took people, took the pandemic for people to be a little bit more aware. Um it was it was actually kind of pleasant to see people kind of working together in the midst of a crisis. That was a dope. It was dope to see uh, people come together in ways that they, first off, they never had to come together like that. But to see how it did come together and people were like supportive of each other's struggles because they understood. That was like that was a dope thing to see. Yeah, I like, even like it made me. I would never forget. I was at Giant Eagle. And this is like literally right when, you know, like, I mean, we had our mask on. I was double masked and had rubber gloves on. Okay, double mask. You know, oh, like, yeah, I hit the, I definitely uh, had um, the rubber gloves on. I had different colors and point, everything. Like, me and my mom, because we lived together. Um, and it was to the point where we were bringing our groceries in, just taking everything out of the bags in front of our apartment door, leaving the bags and just taking them and throw them, throwing them away when we, you know how, you know black. Oh yeah, I was washing my, uh, I was washing my produce and apple cider vinegar. (laughs) Yep, I filled up the sink with some water, apple cider vinegar, and rinsed everything off, let it dry, washed it again. I think we wiped things down, but we we didn't like soak it or anything, but we were wiping everything down and it was like pretty crazy and now even thinking like what, three years or two years into this pandemic, I don't even know. It's almost three. Almost three. And it's like how a little bit more relaxed everybody is. And it's like Yeah, but there's I mean, still, they're still out here catching yeah. cases, so Yes. Yeah. Shout out to now we have back you know, the vaccines and, you know, that that part. But let's get back like I told you, we'll get off track on right. <laughs> but tying that into artist talk 
And it was definitely birthed out of the pandemic. Out of the pandemic. 100%. Wow. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, and I think of this from, and I say this a lot on, if you hear my past episodes with artists, um, with singers and rappers that have been on the show and producers and stuff. Um, you have to be mindful because I always think of like when I'm on Twitter tagging a, a, a artist, one of my favorite artists. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm ready for new music. I'm ready for new music. Where's yeah. the new music at? And then you're like, you got to think about them like they're going through shit too. Yeah, I thought it was, that was a really cool part of the pandemic too. Like I saw certain people uh, and artists that put in their bio or different things on their page. Like I'm taking a mental health break. Hmm. So I was like, okay, sis. I love yeah. that for you. Yeah. Let them know, okay? Oh, yeah. I'm working on me right now. And yeah, that's so I can come too. back and be the, the best artist I could be. Now, Rihanna, you doing us dirty. But we, we I'm not going to talk about that. Anyways, but I was really... Sis, oh, your baby's cute. And Rihanna, I literally can't wait to walk in your footsteps because you're paving away, sis. She is. But um, no, it, it was that, was... that was dope to see. And so your first artist talk event was in November of... Last year, Artist Talk is a baby. Artist Talk is very, it's a baby. Everybody's like, oh yeah, um, I've been watching that for years and seeing you. I'm like, girl, this just came out in November. We're only on our third event and we're already at the Carnegie Museum. Like, it blows my mind. But the first one started off, and shout out to DeSano, uh, started off in my homie studio, uh, Opia. I probably butchered that, but it's O-P-Y-A Studios. Uh, it's in the south side off of Sydney Street. We had an event there, uh, very small, intimate. We only sold, like I think, like 10 tickets online, and then 70 people ended up showing up, and we ended up packing out the place. Uh, shout out to Chef Claudie. He made the food, made sure everybody's stomachs were full. Shout out to Trace Brewery. They held it down with the, with the beers. Um, who else helped? Let's just shout them all out. Uh, shout out to DJ Femi. She killed it with her set. Shout out to all the artists. Y'all were super vulnerable and killed it. But yeah, we started off in a little studio on Southside. That is amazing. Yeah. How, and again, like we get off soundtrack, but this has to do with Artist Talk. So I came across Artist Talk. I came to the second event. Yes. And that was in March, I think. That was in March, March 3rd. March 3rd. So yep. it was March. And my friend, shout out to Antoine. Um, and Erica, because Erica was one of your, uh, she was a vendor. She was a drink was sponsor, a drink sponsor yeah. yeah. And, you know, they were like, oh, we're going to go meet Erica at this event. And mm-hmm. it was funny because he was like, we got to, we're helping her. <laughs> so y'all gotta- can get it. Yeah, no, it's cool. It's cool. And I was like, I didn't know. I was like, okay, cool. Let's go. And then I get there. And it was, it was, that was a, I've never been to that. Okay. So shout out to, uh, we're talking about artist talk too. So shout out to Corey Bonnet. That is his personal studio. He lent that to us. He's an amazing artist. If you're in the airport, how I be, you'll see his stuff. I be in and out and I always see his stuff posted up at the airport. He's in a lot of places with his artwork up, um, in Pittsburgh. He, uh, goes and he gets these pieces from like old churches and, uh, old farms. And he, uh, like he has parts of like a pew and then like he'll form different, uh, art pieces out of all the, like basically scraps. And then he also paints on them. If you've ever been to the EIC, he has some stuff in there that is amazing, but he's an amazing artist. And he actually lent us that space out of the kindness of his heart and I can never thank him enough, but I definitely needed to say that out loud and just uh, give him his flowers because he really allowed us to flourish and, and grow bigger and get to where we are right now. When I tell you it was an instant calm feeling that I felt coming in there. Oh, and I love that. It was like, I don't know, it, had to, it was from the lighting. It was from the people like just walking up like, hey, and I remember, I'll never forget because I didn't have business cards at the time for my podcast. And I was like, I created a QR code really quick. Love that. People were like, hey. Yeah, hit up Bitly. You need a uh, quick little QR code. Go on Bitly. It's bit.ly. Okay. They'll get you right. That's what I use for our flyers. Oh, see, I was trying to do that. Yeah, period. I'm giving y'all auto life hacks. Okay. And I was just like, oh, my God. Who? And I looked at Antoine because... I did help Erica. We did help, so we didn't just come in there. Hey, there was a couple people that snuck in. So I ain't worried about it. <laughs> but we had, we were walking around. Then I was like, you know what? I need to branch out because I need and to know who yep. is in charge of this and how can I get connected and how can I <laughs> be up there with a mic and talking because y'all know. Y'all you know manifested it. And we talked for like a brief 
30 seconds. You were literally, I knew 30, you were busy. Yeah, you were you like, were oh, busy. yeah, can you I talk to him? Like, dress, that blue dress on, and you were just walking around. I was, he was like, Antoine was like, there's Sid, that's who you want to talk to. And you were like, oh my God, my Zoom, next. zoom, zoom. You were like, my artist talk three, I want to do artist talk three, which is, will be targeted for LGBTQ at the community. You would be perfect. And I was like, yep. any way or any form. And then you were like, we'll talk after the event. But we, Antoine was hungry. Yes, I'm going to put you on blast, Antoine. And they were like, we got to go. So we left and we were going to come back. But it was later. And I was right. Like, oh, my God. I think I was like, I instantly stalked you, Sydney. Like, I think <laughs> no, I'm, I'm glad. You know what? First off. I found off, you on Facebook. I found you on, like, I friended you. I don't on, know about Facebook because I'm not super active on okay. Facebook. That's something that I could be better at. But um, I know that one of one of the things that I live by and that I really believe in is consistency beats talent. You could be the most talented person in the world. If you're not consistent about your stuff, then I just think that somebody that's consistent is going to win. Like, I think it was J. Cole that sat outside of Jay-Z's studio for like a year yeah, every yeah, day just yeah. trying to hand him a mixtape. Like, who knows? That could have been anybody. And there could have been a million people that rap better. But that consistency really speaks to like that you want it and you're hungry so kudos to you for it because listen i will read something and if if you're my friend you already know if you text me you won't have to text that same text a couple times bro because i read it and i thought i replied to it and i never did so um (laughs) no but i'm happy you were consistent because i i had you in mind after the event like a couple weeks later after i took a little mental health break myself because I definitely need that after these events. Um, but And I was thinking about you. I'm like, I don't remember what his name is. I don't remember who introduced me to him. But I remember specifically, like, this event was going to be catered to Pride Month. And um, I wanted you, but I didn't know how to find you. So we kind of conspired with the universe together. Because <laughs> I followed Artist Talk immediately. Yeah. And you put the promo up that, you know, Artist Talk 3 is going to be happening. Yeah. And, it, you know... In a, for Pride Month, and I was like, I remember I was like, I think I added you. No, I DM'd you, and we literally were about to DM each other the same time. Oh, yeah, we but, did DM yes, each other. Literally, literally within the, the like, you DM me, and I DM you, and I was like, hey, what's up? And you're like, hey, what's up with the artist? And was I was like, oh, okay, crazy. period. The universe just uh, taking us to this moment, and <laughs> thank you. Um, thank you for allowing me to be a host, a co host. No, um, I like, I think our energy is connected for a reason, and I think that. First off, it's important, like, if we're going to be creating these spaces for people to feel safe and catering to a certain community, it should, pe- it should be people that are living those experiences, speaking on those experiences and leading those conversations. So I definitely wanted somebody that I trusted that um, is going to make other people feel safe and cater to that. You have your podcast and I listened to it and I felt like I felt so loved on listening to it, like your podcast. And I was like, oh, okay, like this is cute. I love this because it really Thank did. It made, it made me feel like I was on the phone with one of my homies. That's how I've always and I was like, okay, this is dope. And I wanted that same feeling and energy to be transferred over to artist talk and for people to feel that when they stepped in the room. So like you said, when they do step in, they feel welcomed and they feel safe and they feel like they could just walk up to whoever and be like, hey, what's up? Like, I'm this person yeah. and, like, I'm a creative and connect and really feel loved on. So, like, everything was intentional as far as, like, putting you in a position that you're in for artist talk. truly, truly, truly appreciate that, this opportunity. We got to believe in each other, guys. You got to. Stop doubting <laughs> yourself. Shoot that shot. You don't know what, where it's going to Yes, and, like, support your friends. Support believe in them. Really Speak that confidence friends. into them like, and let them I'm, know. When you it's when you when it was a confirmed and I was attached to um Artist Talk Three, yeah. I immediately reached out to my friend Super NXC who are yes. there performing. On, yes, they are know, on, the they on the lineup. I'm super excited to talk about that too. Yes, lineup. we're gonna we're, yeah, we're gonna get all into it. But so, you know, let me see. Look, I got I look at my questions that I ask, you know, I don't ever go through go down the line. Y'all know the flow by now, because I never ever go by the flow, so Let's see. We talked about nipples. Uh, oh, I thought we were sitting notes. Are we paying? No. <laughs> okay. I'm no, Ew. you know, little rap, little uh, rap intermission. This is artist top. One, two, three. Sitting here, right with me. Ow! <laughs> Maybe you need to add me to the lineup real quick. You know, <laughs> this will be the introduction of Ryan, the artist. Yeah, here we go. But alright, I could be Rain. Listen, side another side note. So hey, yo, for we, the, our first like <laughs> planning meetings like on Zoom, 
Sydney kept saying, and rain, and rain, and rain. And he never corrected me. And I, never, and I didn't correct because I'm like, I'm, I'll keep going. And then finally I was like. No, you better tell me what your name I say, is. I was, no, I, you I, don't know how, I was like, Ryan out loud. You were no, like, I think I heard somebody else say Ryan. And I was like, oh, my <laughs> gosh. I was just calling you the wrong thing. You just was letting me. I did. I was like, I'm. Uh-uh, I'm you better so stand on that. Like, Look, uh-uh, Ryan, not know. even Starbucks could call me the wrong name, okay? <laughs> they tell me, they're like, Ryan, choose violence a little bit. Not that I would ever choose violence. <laughs> my friends tell me, like, choose violence a little bit more like more often, Ryan. I'm like, you know me, I move with nothing I would just love say assertiveness. Assertiveness, We could categorize yeah. it as that. Okay, but when I need to, I will. I turn that switch on right yeah, behind my ear. Yeah, put your foot down. But, um, <laughs> you know, yeah, rain, rain. And then we were like, now it's a little like, that could be my artist. That could be my rap name, rain. Yeah, know? exactly. But... Mixtape coming soon. That's it. We got it together. It's Ryan Out Loud. Ryan Lewis is the name. But anyways, now I forget where I was at. And that happens on Ryan Out Loud. And that's why I just always, I never take these parts out because I want people it's to get organic. the full organic yeah. flow of it. Now, probably when I get made, you know, when things start to happen and platforms start to grow, I'll get a team because I will be able to afford it oh, at that yeah. time. Then they can edit this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but we're... So artist talk three, we had a we had a setback because it was you wanted it intentionally you wanted it for during Pride, but I did. It's Pride is all summer. We you know all year, not just in oh June. yeah. We still celebrate. We, celebrate. we keeping the party going. I did. I wanted it for Pride, and um, I wanted to secure certain talent. I wanted to do the marketing right. I wanted to make sure that one thing I'll never do is sacrifice the quality of the event. Um, just to throw something out there and the marketplace or the event feel in Pittsburgh. Sometimes that does happen here and a lot of people will throw things together, but I will never do that with a mental health event. It was extremely important for me to dot my I's and cross my T's and make sure that the space that you guys are walking into is safe and is secure. And I can't do that if if something, if, even if one thing is off, I'm a perfectionist. You are. I will stay up all, I will not sleep for days. I don't care. I really don't. And like, because of them, but I'm not going to keep shouting out Rebel. But anyway, um, no, but I really like, I just, uh, there's this culture here. And I've been in it before because I've put in, I've put on uh, different events. I've curated shows. I've curated my own show. Um, and I just always have held myself to that standard of like, if it's not right, then whatever we need to do to make it right, even mm-hmm. if that's pushing back the date, um, that's what Time we're going to do. Yeah, so, but uh, we got to secure the talent that we wanted. We got the date moved and everything is secure and everything is... Um, honestly, it just allows so much time to like just build things up more. So at first, we didn't really have any vendors for the show. Now we have AIDS, um, AIDS-free Pittsburgh coming. Uh, we also have Silk coming. We have Hope for the Day. We'll have a table there. Still Smiling, we'll have a table there. Those are mental health resources. Uh, Ace Free Pittsburgh and Silk are like more like healthcare and taking care of your body, STD, HIV testing. Um, and then we also will have GPAC there, uh, the Art Council of Pittsburgh. So you can sign up for their memberships and, t- and talk to them and network with them. And so that's artist support. So I wanted like everything to be well-rounded. So everything is really coming together the way that it was supposed to be. So the timing was perfect. Timing is, is truly perfect. And what I, I love how when, you know, planning this and you allowing me to do the icebreakers with the lineup mm-hmm. that are on the lineup. Because I'm, like I said, I am big on, like, Ryan Out Loud is a safe space. Artist Talk is a safe space. Yeah. I'm very big on people, you know, that come on to my show feel comfortable right and you know not seeing this as like a interview like yeah i would never just like throw you guys in the fire pit and like i really you know and also you came up with the idea of like we should have a little mixer we should do something where we get to know each other and things like that and we had had that in prior events where the hosts had like different conversations on the phone but sharing energy is really important uh, and making people comfortable and Especially because we're talking about such deep and um, yeah, vulnerable topics. I mean, it's us. It's what it's what we're going through, and we're telling random people yeah, and strangers yeah. about it. But like, so yes, I I thought that that was super important for you to connect with them and the icebreakers. And I can tell from when we filmed the 
mini documentary series, The Mental Break with all the artists, where we kind of dive deeper into their mental health um, from an artist's perspective. Um, I could tell that they just felt comfortable with you at that point. And then by the time that they left those interviews, they felt even more comfortable. So now when we go to the show, it's hopefully it's like they're having a conversation with you. You know what I mean? And the audience is there and they feel comfortable and they're just like, okay, like I'm with the homies. Like I'm safe. And that's exactly what I wanted to feel like. And even seeing the lineup, the artists that are on the lineup, you know, congregating and talking and they either they've seen each other at cross paths or they follow each other. They've been wanting to meet each other. And now they're having this conversation. So I, in addition to that, I also want to keep that going with having the same artists on my separate, at separate times on my podcast. Yes. They have been on my podcast. Um, and that's what it's about. Like, it's about connecting, connecting everybody really and creating opportunities mm-hmm. and for us to just, like, love on each other in that type of way. Now, my, I do have a question for you, sir. Sure. As, a, as a creative, mm-hmm. creative that has curated numerous of events here in Pittsburgh. Yes. Remind you, listeners that are listening, we are based in Pittsburgh. Sydney be in L.A., you know, so she she be out there, too. Sometimes. I'm about to be in the DR, baby. Period. Yeah. <laughs> I'm coming your, I'm in your suitcase. I'm not going <laughs> Sure you can. I'm not getting that. I won't see a beach or sand. And then, anyways. <laughs> um, so, what would you say? And I, I'm because I'm also trying to branch out and do. This is the first time I'm saying this out loud. Pun intended. Um, I want to do out loud events. Okay. Um, and it's aside to Ryan out loud, I want to yeah. do out loud events where I curate. Um, networking events and day parties and stuff like that yep. for um queer creatives yeah um where they can come i love that and have a you know a safe space listen to some dope music yeah um, network I connect like a lot of these the gay spaces here in pittsburgh are not catered to we don't have our own and I, when i mean our okay. own, i mean black queer spaces yeah in no shade you know but we deserve it's not existing you're just speaking on it yeah we deserve our own space and that's what i would love to like just curate monthly events where they can come and catch up and network and you know and eventually i want to do my own artist uh showcase as well but what do you think is the issue i don't want to say issue what what lacks with getting people out to events and not just speaking from just the lgbt but just in general because there's a lot of dope events that are going Mm. on in the city but a lot of people they don't come out um okay so there's a couple things right so one of them um is our culture in Pittsburgh is very clicky so um and also there's these lineups that look uh copy and paste there's an event here and it's these five artists and then there's an event at a different location and it's those same five artists Mm. so people are used to like going out and supporting a specific person or within their clique. Um, so I think that that's something that I'm trying to break down with artist talk is like, you don't have to know the artist to come out and talk about your mental health or to prioritize yourself and to, I mean, I would consider artist talk being a form of self-care. You come in and putting yourself in that environment. Yeah. So like it's, it's breaking the standard of like, it's not about um you coming to hear like to su- it is supporting your friends right but yeah. it's also choosing yourself so yeah. i think like breaking down like those barriers of like the clickish things but i think that that is one thing it's like if if their friend or if somebody specifically they don't they know is not on the lineup then they're not pulling up and i personally I think we should be supporting artists, especially after what we went through. Whether you know them or not, I be popping out to random shows all the time because I just want to see what's out there. Same. You never know who you're gonna connect with. If you've met me in person, you see me. Uh, you've seen me kind of hop around a party. I usually pull up to events by myself so I could do my thing, talk to everybody in the room, um, and just spread the word about what I'm doing, or or just genuinely not be doing business at all and just be like, Yo, what's up? Who are you? What do you? have like what are you doing right now like how can i how can i help how can i connect with you like what can we how can we collaborate and said i'm putting this in the atmosphere you know any events going on all you gotta do is call me i will come get you and we can go okay period (laughs) say less my friends probably see it as like around me in these streets yeah and it's really like yes i've been not you being for the streets (laughs) 
another podcast episode. I just Friday randomly street, popped it. I like to. Ne- I want to network. Not, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, I you want to network. I have a brand that I'm trying to because people don't know who I am. Yeah. You know, so trying to introduce myself like I am Ryan Lewis. I host Ryan Out Loud. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. So, you know, like you're trying to network and, you know. 100%. So- and you know what? That was created and birthed in me when I moved to L.A. Because I didn't know anybody when I moved to L.A. When I you moved. by yourself? With, yes. Wow. When I moved to L.A., I didn't have, like, I didn't know nobody out there except for my friend Nelly, which we reconnected after I was out there for a little while. Um but I didn't know anybody out there. I didn't know how to move. I just packed my bags. I made a very split and impulsive decision. And I was like, listen, if I'm not going to see my family for weeks or months because of COVID, or I'm not going to be able to do the things that I want to do, I might as well do it near a beach. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> so, and I also just wanted to challenge myself. I wanted to push myself and to see like what I would be like when I'm not comfortable and will I succumb to things or am I the, or am I really the fighter that I've always told myself? And I was like, okay, we'll prove it. So I had that conversation with myself. I went out there um, when I did go out there for the first. So I went out there for a month with like about six different artists. We, we rented it out uh, Airbnb and we all just had a little artistic hub. It was out in... Um, Orange County, right down the street from Disney. So I went out there for a month. Then I came back, and it was about a month of being here, and I was like, definitely not. I'm going back to L.A., whatever I need to do to get there. I'm going to go there because I wanted to explore, and I wanted something new. So when I did go out there, keep in mind, it's COVID, so everything shut down. L.A. was not playing no games. Like, they were, like, they were counting how many people were coming in your apartment. No more than 10. Like, on that type vibe. And I heard, I have a lot of mutuals that are out there, a lot of my fellow creatives that I've that are with talk of you know see him tweet or talk about it. I have a friend who would tell me like it's crazy out here right yeah it's, yeah it's I mean you couldn't go sit down at a restaurant without your vax card you can't even go pick up like you couldn't even get food like you can't wow. you really couldn't do or move but that was very beneficial for me why because I started running into people and they were having house parties what can I bring to house parties my niblets. And then I don't have to compete with a whole club or a big-ass party. Yeah. It's like 10 of us. We're playing board games. Oh, yeah. By the way, y'all, uh, here's all my hats. I just laid them out on the table. This is the story behind it. There's this dude named Fletcher. Shout out to Fletch because he was really an angel. I met him through my friend Ty because I was out in L.A. And I was like, I don't know anybody. And He's like, oh, I know this dude Fletcher. He's super cool. I'll connect you with him. You guys should hang out. Boom. So I reached out to him. I was like, hey, I'm doing a photo shoot today for my brand. Will you do the photo shoot with me? He was like, yeah, of course. We ended up doing a photo shoot and then we, uh, with a photographer that was also from Pittsburgh. So it was the whole Pittsburgh gang out there. Gang, okay. 412 out yeah, there. Yeah. So, and I didn't know any of them, but I knew they were from 412 and we connected on that vibe. I love that. So we did the photo shoot and then he was just like, oh, what are you doing tonight? You want to come to game night? And I went to game night. He was like, you should bring your hats and you should like put them. You should like. All right, beautiful people, welcome back. Sorry, you know, it's a podcast without any uh, interruptions. Interruptions, technical <laughs> difficulties. The cult. Oh, I can't talk difficulties. Um, Sid, I'm gonna let you jump right back in and tell us about game night. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was just like, shout out to Fletch because I was just highlighting like a lot of the good memories that I had when I first moved out there. It came from him inviting me to game nights and. Him just like he literally like stop the music and be like everybody needs to look at my friend Sydney's hats and he told the whole story. He's like, "Am I telling it right?" He stopped in the middle and then just keep telling my <laughs> yeah. story about uh, why I started the things that I start or the brand that I started, Nipplets. And people would be like, oh, "Okay, I'll like I'll go look at the table over here. Oh, they thirty dollars, forty dollars. All right, I'll buy one." Yeah. So I would go to some game nights and I end up selling out. I would sell more at game nights than I would at pop up sometimes, really? just because. I really got to meet people on a more intimate level. Yeah, if there's 10 people in the room, I mean, that's that's way easier to connect and have a conversation and share energy than if it's a pop-up where people are just kind of passing by. So that was kind of like the method to my madness until things started opening back up. And then it was every weekend I was just out. I was at the flea markets. I was figuring out, asking the other vendors, where do y'all vend at? Where y'all make the most money at? Where is y'all's most successful thing? I was asking for specific um, events like 
women focused events or women that had breast cancer or breast cancer or uh, I did black black on the block with Shar and Laney, which okay. is a huge festival now. They branched out to DC and but they they're from Pittsburgh. Um, so I just ended up connecting with all these picture people randomly, randomly, but, um, so yeah, like, and they were doing their thing. So they let me come on as a vendor and, um, just branched out to other opportunities and it was just a consistent, like the ball was rolling and it just all came from just consistently being like in the room with random people and just being like. I'm about to talk to everybody. And trust me, LA is not the place you could just walk into a room and talk to anybody. Okay? And but listen, they don't know me. Okay. Because I'm about to that's just me. That's my energy. I was a Miller Light girl in college. So like my job was to literally talk up like walk up to each person in the bar and talk to them. And it didn't matter if they were me mugging you, like, you better not come up and talk to me like it was my job to do that and there were people that would come in and like kind of monitor us and make sure we were doing what we were supposed to do and I never really knew when they were there and when they weren't there so it just created the skill set in me where it's like okay cool like this person might not talk to me or if I talk to this dude his girlfriend's about to be mad she gonna think I'm trying to get me but I'm about to give him a free t-shirt and a beer after so they're gonna be (laughs) all smiles so yeah that that skill set really led to every how I moved in LA and uh, I was super grateful for it. But yeah, we was we was in LA. We was out here moving. So when I came back to Pittsburgh, I was like, oh, period. I don't care. Yeah, I don't care yeah, what I'm anybody had to say. Right. I'm gonna just I'm gonna walk around. I'm gonna tell. Listen, this dude I was listening to on a podcast. I think his name is Tony. He talks about real estate. He's like, real estate is me. I am real estate. There's not one person that I talk to that don't know about what I do in my real estate. Like because it's embedded in me at this point. And I was like, oh, bet. There ain't nobody that don't know I don't do niplets. And if they do, they're going to know by the end of the conversation. And I think that it's important to stand on your stuff and talk about yourself. Yeah. Yeah, Talk about what you're doing. You never know who's going to be like, oh, my God, I'll invest in that. Or how, like, let's create something. Or like, yes. The Friend Zone is a popular podcast hosted by Dustin Ross, Fran, Hey, Hey, Fran, Hey, and, and, um, oh, my God. I'm forgetting the third. Another person. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm, that is horrible. I'm, my brain just completely. Anyways, so Fran says always, you know, they have an ecosystem mm-hmm. and they support each other. Yes. Like the, the read, the podcast, the read and getting grown and Jade and XD, like they have an ecosystem where they just, you know, support each other. Yeah. I feel like that's, you know, you. And you should. Yeah. And you should. And that's what I was talking about. Like, when we're on our way over here, like, if you want to do events, like, tell me how I can be on your team. You know what I mean? Because I I have this knowledge, and then you're going to have knowledge that I don't have. And, like, the reason that I think this event is so successful is because... Whenever, even if it, it, everything down from like the flyer to like the concepts of the events to um, who the artists are to just every single detail, I'm always checking in with my friends. I'm always like, what do you think about this? Because you're an artist too and I value their opinion and they give me feedback and that's how you grow. Yeah. Like self-awareness is not from you just diving into yourself. It's from other people seeing seeing things in you and how you move and giving you that feedback and what you do with that. Yeah. And that's that's really uh, real self-awareness to me because you don't always know what you look like or what you're doing. And you need those people to hold you accountable hold and accountable. to keep you like on point. So that's really like bouncing things off of each other, sharing knowledge with each other, sharing positive energy, and just like you can't hoard information. And I love that's how you... That's how you work, right? You Always. Definitely, like, we have a group text with the whole, you know, the team and everything. And you say, hey, guys, what do you guys, what do you think about this? And everybody adds their input. And I love that collaborative. Yeah, because there's some people that run, process. like, organizations or have these events and they're just like, it's mine. And I'm very, like, that's not how I work with my team. Yeah. Like, I'm always like, look at this. What do you think? Or how can this be better? Or do you guys just like it or whatever? But everybody on my team is valued everybody's perspective is value and you share that value and show people that value by letting them speak and have a voice and i love that because like i'm just the host all you could just say is like here send me your headshot and show up at yeah dirty boss you around you know yeah (laughs) literally but you let me be a part of this process which has been such a 
dope yeah. experience to get some, like, get my feet wet into networking. And networking. I'm learning stuff from you just like you're learning stuff from me. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I'm learning how to be better. I'm learning, like, okay, we did it this way the first time, but we tried it this way. Okay, cool. This is yeah. what works or, or whatever. Yeah, exactly. So, let's now... We are just going to talk about the Artist Talk 3 okay. lineup. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so Artist Talk 3 lineup. Super dope. Uh, we got Supa. Supa NXC. NXC. Okay. And the N and the C is capital, right? Okay, so put some respect on it when you say it, okay? Naheem is the first. Shout out to them. Yes. uh, And Naheem is also hosting the next event as well. So look at you over here being a little uh, entrepreneur and artist, okay? Um, So uh, super dope. They have that kind of like island vibe to them. I heard their music. I saw them at um, Too Hot for July where, uh, what's his name, Santana Santana performed. They opened up and they were amazing. They had these dancers that were crazy. But so they're going to be in the show. Super dope uh, music musicians. We got Emily. Emily um, is an artist. She paints, but she's also like kind of an activist for the LGBTQ Mm -hmm. community and also like domestic abuse. So she has... um, just a lot of opinions on that, and I'm just I'm super excited to see where her conversation goes because we don't curate the conversation. The conversation comes from the audience, and then we have that together, and it's an open forum. Nobody's talking at each other. We're just talking with each other. Yeah. Uh, we got Ivory, who is a baby. She's 19. She's beautiful. Her voice, she's going to do something acoustic and play her guitar. Um, I can't wait for y'all to see her. She yeah. is just... We did that mental break series I was talking about, and she was just so vulnerable and so conscious and so aware. And I was just like, wow, I'm 28, and I'm just like, I I didn't even really learn those lessons yet. So I'm like, she's just a very old soul, and I think that you guys are going to have a lot of takeaways from her conversation and just just a fresh, fresh energy. She just brings this, like, very innocent, fresh energy. I want to take her under her wing, like, be like a big brother. Yes. So beautiful. Um, We got Jesse Council, who is the homie part of – Josiah Council's uh, brother, they're both musicians in the city, both killing it. They're actually, shout out to y'all, they're having an event um, at Mr. Small's. It's coming up at the end of the, um, at the end of July. Um, maybe we could post some of their details. I love to shout out my friends if y'all noticed yes. me shouting out 20 million people during the interview. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, they're having a dope ass uh, event. But I've seen uh, Jesse perform. He's an amazing artist. He is very aware of himself and very open to conversation. And just somebody that is super dedicated to his work, super dedicated to his mental health and cutting people off if you need to or turning his phone on do not disturb. And he's always getting massages and taking care of himself. And I'm like, show me the way because I can barely sleep. Please. Okay. Um, okay. So there's that um, unstable brand who is Griffin. I actually saw Griffin's uh, clothing on Fletch who I was telling you about in LA. Okay. He posted a picture with his shirt on and I'm like, okay, unstable. That's a clothing brand. It ties into mental health. I kind of talked to him about the brand a little bit. So super excited to hear that story. Um, I haven't heard it in full because I didn't want to yet. Yeah. I want to be part of the audience with y'all. So we have him and then we have uh, Remy Black who's going to be doing drag. Yeah. I've seen Remy perform and let me tell you, it's, it's about to go down. Okay, so I just, uh, I wasn't really exposed to drag all like that until I went to a ball in L.A. with my best friend Nelly, who is an amazing dancer and artist. Shout out to Nell. Um, but I, I once I was exposed to that culture, I was just like, oh, my God, oh, where is this right? a Pittsburgh? Yeah, we're, yeah, like, yeah. what? This is a vibe. Yes. Like, I was just like, I went to her house. They have, like, the house of... You know, whatever the, the yeah, name yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. So I went to her house and did, uh, one of the girls was doing runway. I was like, I want to learn how to do runway. So they started teaching me how to walk and do yeah. all this stuff. And I was like, oh, my God, I love this. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't good at it, but I love to watch other people do it. And I was like, this is just a vibe. And there's just so much love and like dedication to that. It is really a culture. And yes. that's the only way to describe it. It is and even more um, because they they invented it. It's not something that was just here. Like, they made that space. So I really wanted to... That was something I was like, there has to be either voguing or drag at this event. There has to be. Like, period. Or 
I don't want to say I wasn't going to do it, no, but no, no, I was no, going to no. make it happen. I, I definitely way. wanted that to happen. So that is that's the lineup. Um, we're gonna we're gonna have a. Oh yeah, and Emma. I'm so sorry. So Emma is a producer, and um, she makes music, and uh, she has like an album that she's gonna DJ. It's it's like electronic yeah, music, but she's gonna that. actually open up the show. Okay. Yeah, so she's gonna DJ her set. And then we're going to get into it with her. Her set's so about good. 30 minutes. Okay. Um, and I'm super excited to hear it. I listened to a couple songs, but like like I said, y'all, I want to be in the audience. I want to be yeah, as like, too. yeah, I want it to be candid. I want to be like, feel those emotions with everybody else. So I really don't like to, I want to get to know the artist, but I don't want to uh, know the story already. Like I want to really hear it from that genuine and raw yeah. perspective at the show with everybody else. And then lastly, we have, um, there is a mental health professional. Her name is Sonia. Uh, she was on a panel with me for Radiant Hall, which is an art studio where we talked about mental health. And she works with the LGBTQA plus community and um, she, specifically youth, but everybody. And she was just talking about different conversations she's had with different people um, about like their identity and about those experiences and about that like with that life and you know things that they have went through together and she really made me think and out of everybody that was on the panel like I really was at home just thinking about different things she was speaking on and it, that resonated with me um and I was just like you know I want somebody that's of the community to be leading these yes. conversations so that was really important to me so she will be leading and guiding this conversation um for the event this time yes and there you have it. That is, that will be Artist Talk. That is the lineup for Artist Talk 3. Yes. And it takes place. Carnegie Museum. In a week. Yeah. July 17th, 530 to 9. There's going to be food. There's going to be drinks. Um, there's going to be positive vibes. There's going to be a whole bunch of love. So you better be ready for somebody to hug you or come up and talk to you and to be vulnerable. Be vulnerable. And even if you don't want to be vulnerable, Feel how you feel, however you feel is valid. Just come and, and be ready to be loved on, because that's yes, what's about that's to what happen. That's what's <laughs> happen. You're going to walk or walk. You're gonna come with an open mind, and you're going to leave with a full heart. Yes. So, Sid, I wrap up Ryan Out Loud with the question to all my guests. And okay. I ask them, what advice would you give to your younger self? Oh, no. Uh, to my younger self. Um... What advice would I give to my younger self? Oh my gosh, so much. I think um, that's a hard question for me. I'm trying to think. I just feel like there was so many lessons I needed to learn uh, when I was younger to slow down and be more intentional. Mm-hmm. I think like I just always was trying to move. I was always trying to do something, and like it's it's very similar to my work ethic now. Because if I'm not doing something, like I feel like I should be. And that's something I'm trying to practice um, with my mental health is like being okay with just taking care of myself and, and taking that time and slowing down. But it would be just to slow down and be intentional with your movements. Like, I feel like I, I did a lot of dope stuff when I was younger, but I, I wish that it wouldn't have just been random. Like, oh, okay, like I just kind of fell into this opportunity and fell into that opportunity. And, and that's the universe and God, right? But at the same time, I feel like I could have did a little bit more with the opportunities that I had, had I not just uh, been zooming around and just staying so busy all the time. Um, so it would be to slow down. And I would honestly, I'll give that advice to myself now yeah, <laughs> as well. But yeah, yeah, that's probably what it would be. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yes. So there you have it. The artist talk conversation with the Sydney Davis. Thank <laughs> you for coming on right now. Yes. Thank you thank for, you having, for me. having me a part of the artist talk team and co and hosting. I can't event. wait. I cannot They're freaking wait. Street. I'm going to bring the laughs and the randomness. Cause that's just me. And I'm going to bring and the it's energy. It's okay. Vibes. Y'all know how I get down. Yes. Thank you listeners. Subscribe. Tell them, actually, tell them where they can find you on social media. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can find me on social media. It is at Niplids, N-I-P-L-I-D-S underscore. That is my page for my clothing brand. You can find us at Artist Talk. It's at Artist Talk PGH. Um, 
as well. You can find me on, oh, well, maybe not my Facebook because I got to put my government out there. Those are the main places you can find me. Um, but you can also find more information on um, Artist Talk by going to our website. It's artisttalkmentalhealth.com. Super simple. Um, you can find information for us there. And if you want to buy a ticket to Artist Talk Mental Health, you can also go on Carnegie Museums. We're on their event page and you can buy the ticket that way or you could buy it directly through Eventbrite or you could buy it through our website. So you don't have any excuse to not get this ticket, bro. Come and support. And yes. I'll put all that information in the description when this episode drop when it drops. Y'all know the vibes of Ryan Out Loud. I'm Indian. I'm saying goodbye. Thank you guys for listening. Come out to Artist Talk 3 if you're in the Pittsburgh area. And always remember, Black Lives Matter, Black Queer Lives Matter, and Black Trans Lives Matter. I will always end my episodes with that statement. I love y'all. Stay safe, stay mindful, and stay blessed.